from users it's a podcast not unlike the rest to get a podcast you should probably have to pass some sort of test kip and doug are scott and jeff because kip and doug didn't sound as cool as scott and jeff the one star podcast with scott and jeff is not the best and a ten, nine, two, a one. Welcome everybody to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. Hi, and I'm Doug. Uh, this is the podcast where we review your shitty reviews. Yes, uh, and man, are they shitty. Today's guest, a uh, very special guest this week, mega critic Douglas Owen Perkins. Yes, hi, that's me. Uh, and that's Mega, M-E-G-A, not M-A-G-A, all right? right. Although yeah. I am a critic of M-A-G-A. That's deep. Yeah. You know, Doug's, Doug's pretty much an expert. He's, uh, he's got a master's degree well, from the Edward R. Murrow uh, College of Communication, so he knows actually, you know, how to communicate with people and it, stuff. It's not a master's. I was in college long enough to get a master's but i got two bachelors <laughs> okay that's I'm, even better that's I'm better an expert. right expert i'm an ex yes it's better i'm an expert in extending college because you're not ready to like actually start life <laughs> and i did that also after college for about 15 years <laughs> excellent well yeah. pleasure to have you on the show today doug oh thanks good to be here uh, our sponsor this week is Outlander. Only on Stars. Have your in-laws asked you about Outlander? What is this show, Outlander? Outlander is on its fifth season, um, and I believe it is about a time-traveling nurse. And uh, she goes back in time to some Scottish village just yes. to like bone a bunch of. Scottish dudes. <laughs> She's a time traveling sex tourist. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a few episodes of this. Not for me, this show. Uh, yeah, you were saying it's got five seasons, but it feels like 12, right? Yeah. Anyway, let's, I mean, they are our sponsors, so let's. Uh, oh, it's a great show. So we love, we love it. We love it. And why don't we, why don't we listen into a, a little, little piece of the new episode of Outlander? Uh, yeah, that was great. Tense, Doug. There can be only one. You know what they say about Outlanders. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch all five seasons before next week's podcast. And I think you, you know. should. I really think you should. Uh, this is episode 106 
That is our 106th episode. A lot of you out there have been with us uh, all the way through. I've heard all 106 episodes. Some of you who are a little bit newer to the show uh, have not had access to the first 100 episodes. And Doug, why don't you tell yeah. them why that is? Well, um, as many of you know, uh, our longtime listeners have been with us since uh, 2012, that the first 100 episodes got lost. And we've had trouble getting them back. We uh -huh. did finally get them back. Thank you to the man who uh, sent them. We were able to raise the uh, $100 needed to have the hard drive shipped out to us. And I got the hard drive back. Yep. And yep. I transferred, it was an old hard drive, so I just wanted to put everything on a new hard drive. So Good I idea. transferred it Good all idea. to a small USB stick, yeah. but I made the mistake of, I bought like one of those novelty USB sticks that looks like a breakfast sausage. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. And my dog ate it. And so now I'm just waiting for that to exit my dog and we'll have those hundred episodes. And yeah. also just Huge. on deck, it would be great if anyone knows a forensic data scientist who can uh, help me out in case I can't get the USB drive to work. <laughs> For a forensic data scientist? Yeah. What is that? Is that, what are they, like rub, they, they rub shit they just, off of hard drives and <laughs> try to make sure that they work again? Well, no, not technically. That's not what they do. I would wipe the shit off the hard drive and then um, hand it over to them to retrieve the data. <laughs> well, shall we get into the show, Doug? Yeah. In association with our sponsor, we're going to start off with our first reviews about the Stars series, Outlander. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Doug. Uh, all right, here's a one-star review of Outlander, our sponsor. A startling event in the first 15 minutes and then episode after episode about life in a Scottish village. Ultimate boredom. Why bother? Outlander. Hmm. Well, I don't, we, should say, we should say again that we love Outlander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent yeah. show. I mean, these, are, these people giving it one star, obviously, damaged human beings. Right. It's in the three to four star range. Here's another, another a review of Outlander. This is from Kevin Carloway. He gives Outlander one star out of 10. Right, yeah. It's almost like a 0.5 star if you're doing the math on this one. Here we go. Gaelic is my first language, and watching this was painful. Could they not have found a native Gaelic speaker to teach them the sounds, even if it's in parrot fashion? Gary Lewis and Graham McTavish attempts are woeful at best. You can maybe pick out one word if you're lucky in a sentence. For this reason, I couldn't watch any more. Why bother with the Gaelic scenes if you're not going to do it properly? You might as well do it in Norwegian. So this guy tuned in because he's like a Gaelic. He speaks Gaelic. He's probably some sort of historian. Yeah. When this, <clears throat> this show is like a kind of a romance novel brought to the screen, like a Fabio-esque type of a, a grocery store book it's important when making a movie and this may sound insensitive or a tv show that you want to make sure that the fifty thousand people 
that speak Gaelic in the world are satisfied. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. And in the, in the scenes where they're speaking Gaelic, I don't even know if there's subtitles. I feel like it's just, you know, sometimes you're watching a movie and they're just like, all you have to know is that, that the main character can't understand them. Right. Yeah. But uh, you, you think of the different viewers for the show. So like that, you know, my dad loves this show. So I don't, I'm not sure what he's watching it for. I think he likes the old castles and the kind of like the grimy Scots, Scotsman, you know, <laughs> uh, and the, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But like, I think a lot of the viewers are probably are looking for that romance novel, kind of old timey, um, soft core, you know, for them, I would assume that the, the, the Gaelic stuff is just like, they can't be interested in that at all. They're going to be like, why, why, when's he going to take his shirt off? Why do I have to listen to all this Gaelic? And then this guy's like, the Gaelic is incorrect. <laughs> uh, here's, here's another review of Outlander, a, sh- a show that we love and our sponsor this week. Good actors, but terrible story. Waste of my life watching season one. <laughs> <laughs> the producers must have been on LSD, Coke, and bad whiskey. Uh, okay. The writers and actors have no clue about time traveling. What? That, uh, yeah, no one does. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and also, like, a waste of life watching it. Yeah, that's what television is. I, will, I love uh, it. I will say this about the time traveling. Like when I first heard about this show, it was a time traveling nurse, right? But I was thinking, and I think you might've been thinking this also, that it was going to be like a quantum leap type of thing. Yeah. Where she was going nursing throughout time. (laughs) Right. But I, I feel like she just, there's just one time jump for the whole series. And it happens in the first episode. I mean, just call the show Time Nurse. <laughs> here's, here's one more. One star from Rustic Farmhouse Chick. One star. Okay. Absolute smut. Can't anything be left to the imagination? Well, does it go on? No, that's it. One star. The sex scenes inside her own head are much more tasteful and boring. <laughs> it's not uncommon. I mean, a lot of, a lot of women... Uh, masturbate to the tosplissage. That's true. We know that's this. true. They could barely hear us over their uh, <laughs> gasoline-powered vibrators. <laughs> All right, Doug. All right. Let's here let's we go. Let's uh, next review. Hit it. What do you got for us? Well, I got some reviews of the Las Vegas Strip. Woo! These Vegas. Are on, these are on TripAdvisor, and there's. Probably over a thousand of these. The whole one, strip. It's a review of the whole strip. Review. Yes, it's a review of the entire strip. Here's what Enigmatic X wrote. Sure, the hotels are nice, but everything is overpriced. And having to walk across the casino floor, I'm staggered smoking is still permitted, gets tiring very quickly. If you're not here to party or gamble, it's actually a very boring place to spend a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's where, the, they're going to the where is he going i mean i would guess like people come from other countries right so i don't know what the reputation is for vegas from other countries but it's got to be like the craziest one of the craziest cities in the world 
Yes. Yeah. Doesn't it? Absolutely. Everything's legal. Yeah. <laughs> Gambling, smoking, drugs, everything. And this guy's like, I don't know, it's a little much. <laughs> Vegas yeah, like, is a little much. It's like we what we know about Amsterdam, you know? <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, and then Commander Chip wrote a review of this strip that says, this is where all the trash in America accumulates. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be true. <laughs> Doesn't care for it. And then Sally S. Uh, from Alabama wrote, this is not Disney, folks, by any means. The strong smell of marijuana throughout the air and only pasties covering women's naked breasts is not a place I would recommend for young children. <laughs> Getting around the strip is a total nightmare, very similar to driving in New York City. Shows are $100 or more for tickets, and the big attractions are $25 or more each. Will not return. Too congested, too dirty, and too expensive for our liking. All right. Also, it's never heard of Las Vegas. The traffic around the New York, New York is just like New York City. <laughs> yeah. And here's, here's the last one for uh, the Las Vegas Strip. And the title is One is Born Every Minute. This is from Adarion from Cutstown, Pennsylvania. Okay. Most of the big casinos on the Strip and some off of it now pay six to five for blackjack. Why does anyone play on those tables? Isn't the house advantage big enough? I guess card counting may justify this on single deck tables, but it is outrageous when dealing from a six deck shoe. There are plenty of casinos that give the standard three to two payoff for blackjack, especially off the strip. If no one played at the six five tables, maybe the casinos would stop ripping off people who don't know any better. They the want the casinos to, they want the casinos to stop ripping people off so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the casinos, the yeah. mob, the these mafia casinos more fair to their customers, their gambling <laughs> customers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the, you mean the odds aren't in our favor anymore? I feel like these casino businessmen aren't on the up and up. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's next? Me? it's it's you you're up what do you got sticking with the travel theme i've got a review of the hollywood sign in hollywood california very famous sign yeah uh the history of it is that it was a marketing thing right for a housing development called hollywood land oh that's right and now it's more of just kind of like a photo op type of thing it does sit right up there above hollywood you can see it from you know miles and miles around it's pretty cool to just kind of i've never been I've never approached it. Oh, I've been, I've been up there, yeah. What's it? So you got a hike up there or something? Yeah, the letters real big when you get up there. Um, here's and here's here's one here's a here's one uh, of the Hollywood sign from Willie C. One star. It's a big white sign that spells Hollywood. Don't waste your time. Take a drive in the hills instead, or go to a different country. <laughs> one star. <laughs> Yep, didn't need to be written. People, people know what it is. Didn't care for the font. <laughs> Go, One I didn't, star. Didn't care. You know, if you're thinking about coming to Los Angeles or Hollywood or something, and you're considering glancing up at the Hollywood sign. Yeah. Don't do it. Go don't to a different, yeah, go to a yeah. different country instead. This is another thing that's a common theme. 
that I, I, I want to get across to our listeners um, or listener. Sorry. I, <laughs> right. Plural there. Um, you don't have to have an opinion on everything. It's true. You, can, you, can just, you know, some things are there. Some things exist. You don't have to have an opinion on it just because it exists. You're not that important. Well, LJB222 was not a fan of the Hollywood uh, I'm a. I'm just so you know, I'm a big proponent of LJB22 rights. Go ahead. Yeah. So he gives it one star on TripAdvisor. I couldn't see the Hollywood sign from Hollywood. It looks like a P! Two exclamation points. Just let us nearer your precious sign or stop showing it on TV. One star. <laughs> he can go to the sign. Yeah. That's the only option. The sign isn't coming to him. <laughs> That's a good point. But he wants to, he wants us to stop showing it on TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't understand what that is. Let us up there or stop showing it on TV. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the both, logic there. Uh, both unreasonable demands. Yeah, I don't understand the logic. So I did a kind of a, a do, dove a little deeper into LJB222. He's from Letchworth, United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. He's got 14 contributions. So this is, and this is just a review of something. I, I, he hated the Hollywood sign. I just wanted to find a review of something that he enjoyed. Okay. Just so we could get a kind of a baseline here. So this is a review of this place called uh, Blue Lagoon. Is this another sign? Gr- this place is in Grindavik, Iceland. I'm it's sure called you pronounced Blue- that right. Go ahead. <laughs> it's called the Blue Lagoon. It's uh, named as one of National Geographic's 25 Wonders of the World. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, know that place. Okay. Yeah. So here's, so here's his review. Came here about two and a half years ago. This is my review. You go into the huge changing rooms and compare yourself to other men in regards to shapes, lengths, girths, etc. A lot of men in here with their chaps out. I enjoyed the bonding. I lunged myself into the shower, struck a pose with my chap. That's his dick, I think. Turned, nodded to my audience, and put on my robe. Then you take a step outside, and the warm, humid changing rooms are quickly replaced with a face full of freeze. My chap, he's calling his dick, instantly packed up shop and shriveled back into its adolescent state. <laughs> it's a lot of review. It's like it's his dick is giving this review. The water's lovely and hot, and it's really a triumphant moment, that first submerging. It's at this moment that you will see a fair few people just lingering in the same spot for a good minute or so. I myself went for a wee before I entered the pool, as I'm well aware that going from cold to hot makes you wee. This place is busy, but it's so vast that it's still quite private. There's a wide mix of people, but no kids, that I saw anyway, which is a which is handy as some of the activities are not PG. There's a mixture of old and young groups and singles, but also a lot of couples. There's a lot of steam coming off the water, a lot of open space, private areas, and couples taking full advantage of this. You will see a lot of kissing and a lot of women happily bouncing around on their partners, doing their best impression of casual playfulness. This masquerade is quickly rendered useless by the classic male expression, sheer concentration followed by eyes shut, mouth wide, opening and groaning, which begs the question, how did that water become so milky? One star. Yeah, that's nothing like the Hollywood sign. 
right. You can't do any of that. The Hollywood so the, sign. <laughs> so the so the Blue Lagoon Iceland guest relations manager responded to this review. That's a hell of a review. I think so too. That this it makes me want to go. Yeah. As as a couple or as like a lurker, a gawker. Oh yeah, no, I'd be a lurker. You know, just watch like this guy, just watching the expressions on guys' faces. <laughs> That's what you want to watch. The concentrated yeah. guy's face. Uh, here's the here's the response from the general manager at Blue Lagoon. Dear James B, thank you for Please sharing. Please never your- come back. <laughs> Dear James B, thank you for sharing your experience with us. We appreciate your feedback. We would like to take the opportunity to comment and correct a few things in your review. While you assume that people are relieving themselves in mass upon entering the Blue Lagoon, you might also consider the fact that people simply stop in their tracks in order to acclimate themselves to the overwhelming sensations of geothermal joy. Also, most visitors have never experienced the feeling of moving through luxurious, silky warm water under the cold light of an Arctic sky. Likewise, amid the bliss of the steam and warmth and the luxury of Blue Lagoon's waters, the embrace of partners may take the appearance of an illicit union. Whether or not these embraces are carnal cannot be proven. Whether or not these embraces are carnal cannot be determined through conventional means. However, our security team always acts on any inappropriate behavior that they see take place in the lagoon. As to the question of Blue Lagoon's milky water, the answer is that the predominant mineral found in the water, one of the prime enablers of the water's beneficial properties, is silica. It's cum. (laughs) (laughs) A gift of nature that is the result of the Blue Lagoon's volcanic provenance. No other body of water on Earth is as rich in silica as the Blue Lagoon. I see. It's volcanic cum. (laughs) (laughs) Milky white can signify many things, but at the Blue Lagoon, it signifies the presence of, Doug? Volcanic cum. (laughs) Silica. Thanks thanks again for your feedback, and we hope to welcome you back to the lovely waters of the Blue Lagoon. Oh, that's nice. I'm not exactly sure that they had to reply to that one. No. (laughs) They're going to be like, but they, somebody was like, oh no, damage control. They know everybody's pissing and coming (laughs) in the milky (laughs) waters. You got to put a stop to this. And just uh, uh, security guards whose job it is. To, that's, just it sounds like down this there is... Like, I'm like uh, looking at, kind of like down with like a snorkels looking at guys' hard dicks to make sure nothing's coming out of hard or soft dicks. Yeah. Maybe this guy should get a job there as a security guard. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's pretty in tune with what's going on. Yeah. He, he knows what done. to they look just, for. Yeah, they should have just hired him on the spot. Okay, you're up, Doug. What do you got? So this is a review. I I looked online for the nicest hotels in the world. And many of them are outside of America. But this is uh, a review for the second nicest hotel in America, according to, like, some travel website. Ooh. And... uh, not everyone agrees, though, of course. <laughs> um, Can't impress everybody. 
can't impress everybody. This is, it's, it's in Virginia and it looks like, you know, it's an old timey sort of uh, hotel that hosts a lot of weddings, uh-huh. but it seems pretty nice. Um, and 355SE2017 wrote, uncomfortable wedding. Choosing this place for wedding ceremony is inconvenient for the guests. Guests should walk and stand on grass or stones with high heels. I believe they meant shouldn't. Guests shouldn't walk and stand on grass or stones with high heels. Outside ceremony was not comfortable in September 16th humidity and hot weather killed us. Wedding organizer was very rude and unorganized. The dinner was not good at all. Cake was outside for many hours. The place for dance was uncomfortable. There was no seating for resting. First of all, I can't control the weather. Half of it is the weather. <laughs> the humidity. Like, <laughs> cancel the wedding if the weather's too hot. Yeah. Uh, and then to top it all off, it wasn't even me that was getting married. Nobody will marry me. I have no idea why. The bride was way prettier than me. What the fuck? <laughs> and so uh, the hotel responded to okay. this. Okay. And this is the response from the uh, owner of the hotel. The owner. Ooh. Wow! Exclamation point. In the many years we have been hosting weddings, only once have we received negative feedback from a wedding guest. (laughs) We wonder why a wedding guest or family member would say anything disparaging about a bride and groom's wedding. But hey, (laughs) we cannot control the weather. Humid days in mid-September are not out of the ordinary in Virginia. If a bride and groom would like to have an outdoor ceremony in our gardens, then we're going to do just that. Additionally, we find it quite interesting to find a poor review posted shortly after three five-star reviews were posted by other guests in the wedding party. The same wedding. Yeah, same wedding. We have also received rave reviews from the bride and groom themselves, (laughs) who, to be quite honest, are the most important. The bride and groom are an absolutely wonderful couple, and we wish them nothing but the best. We cannot wait to see them when they come back to visit. They are always welcome. <laughs> In your face. Bam. I love it. Bam. Yeah. This one like uh, filled me with such so joy <laughs> reading so the good. response. Um, and here's another one. All right. This is a one-star review from Not Pleased 417. Okay. Not a venue for weddings, frowny face. Let me begin to say that the inn at Willow Grove is scenic and the photos look fine. However, as a venue for weddings, I do not recommend it. My family and I attended a wedding recently. I would like to inform you that my parents, who are in their 80s, mm-hmm. were also accompanying us. We arrived at the inn on time and were informed that we would need to go to the garden behind the inn where the ceremony was to be held again the view is nice but it is quite a distance from the parking on a grassy field in front of the inn all the way to the garden my parents do not use canes nor do they use a wheelchair but it was quite a trek for them to the garden in the back not easy on high heels either as i heard a lot of the women muttering to themselves Mm. after the ceremony we were informed that we would need to be going to the patio between the garden and the inn for appetizers. Not much distance there to cover, and the appetizers were fine. 
However, after the appetizers, we were all told to go to the dining room, which is quite a distance away from the patio. <laughs> Additionally, the distance is not a straight line from the patio to the dining area. <laughs> that the walkway, after figuring out the correct walkway, covers a few curves downhill, uphill, downhill, until you reach some stone steps and the first sign that informed us that we were indeed in the right place. This trek is not an easy one for the elderly or the extremely young, and also detrimental for individuals suffering from any cardiac or respiratory ailment. It is also noteworthy to mention that women in high hills will suffer tremendously going through the grass to reach the walkway, which then winds around downhill and uphill. <laughs> it's like a, to like a topographical review, like a step-by-step -step review, but like where she actually reviews every single step that she took. <laughs> I have read one fifth of this review. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes it's, it's so crazy. It's like when people are like uh, um, ha telling you a story yeah. and then they tell you the story in real time. You know, they tell <laughs> oh, you the yeah, yeah, story, yeah. like every second of the story takes a second. Let's chop this up a little bit. Let's give me the highlights here. I know. I'm not watching the whole baseball game here. Okay, so I will just get to the end. Here's the, the end paragraph. Okay. This person ends it. Anyway, the wedding was nice in, in that we saw family members and friends and attended the happiest day of a young couple. Unfortunately, the venue was totally inappropriate for a wedding since weddings include guests of all ages and with physical ailments that this end could not accommodate. Secondly, the service was poor in that there were very few employees that were available for help. Thirdly, the setup of the wedding was abysmal. You need uh -oh. to be in tip-top health and quite athletic in order to be able to attend all the venues without shortness of breath. Okay, that was the same as the first point, but honestly, I do not recommend this in for weddings. Okay, and Good here point. is what the uh, owner responded same, same, to this one. The same owner, right? They responded to Same owner, owner. yeah. Oh, I love it, okay. This, they responded, insulting, not to our property so much, but to the bride and groom, an absolutely incredible couple. It just amazes <laughs> us that these family members, cousins, would disparage the choices made by the bride and groom. The venue, the champagne toast, the coffee bar, the bar setup with two bartenders were all decisions made by others, not us. We as a venue offer multiple packages for all facets of the wedding experience, including transportation. We think the most hilarious comment is that the separate <laughs> dance venue, which by the way is connected to the dining venue, <laughs> and a 38-foot walk was too far for you. For those reading this response, please see the prior three rave reviews made by members of the wedding party. At least they had a wonderful time celebrating the marriage of such a lovely couple. But hey, to show that we have no ill will towards you for insulting us, as well as the bride and groom, we would like to invite you back. We have reserved a room for you and the others at your table on 2-30-2018. See you then. Wow. Huh. Huh. It's probably going to be all an right. escape room. So all <laughs> you have to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound like the first one. Was. Dungeon, a dungeon escape room. Come on in. We got a re reservation for you. <laughs> Want to see what shitty service is like? All you have to do to get a free room at this place is write a uh, 20,000 word review. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? Outlander.
Outlander. Do not touch the cursed time stone. I will cut your heart out and have it for breakfast. Do you understand me? Do you? You have my word. And I hope you enjoyed the break. Oh, it was a great break. Uh, Welcome back to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff, known throughout the world as Tosp Wasage. Yeah, all you Wasagers out there. (laughs) It's time for for Tosp Wasage news. We do that every episode right after the break. First item of news. We get a lot of reviews on this show on iTunes or something like that. The last time there were over 4,000 reviews so for, first i'd like to thank everybody out there that's given us one star um really appreciate it uh but i will say this there was one person that gave it two stars i don't oh. know who it is i don't know who it is Come uh, on. i couldn't i couldn't scroll that i didn't have the time to scroll that far you know because there's so many reviews yeah there's so a lot of them have been removed i've noticed uh i got an email from apple Podcasts that says they had to take them down because of excessive nudity. A lot of them. Yeah. People are emotionally charged and they just can't, they can't help themselves. Yeah. I've never left a review with my genitals <laughs> pictured, but some people do apparently. Yeah. But yeah, with the two star review, you can't like, you can't do that. That's right. That's what I'm saying. It ruins everything because the goal is to have one star. Yeah. But now, if somebody is a two-star, you're above one star, and you can't get back down to one. Because, because as many, as many yeah. reviewers have let it be known, you're unable to give this podcast zero stars. Hmm. No. Right, right, right. So now, yeah. even if you leave a million reviews, and they're all one star, we'll still be one point something. 1.0008 stars. You see what I'm getting at here? Oh, yeah. I'm pissed. That makes sense. Anyway, uh, this person was kind enough to leave us a one-star review. We wanted to review one of the reviews about our show. Yeah. About the I mean, there's so, so many. It was hard to choose. Mm-hmm. This is from Kavik9, okay. who wrote, zero stars, not possible, with a thumbs mm-hmm. down emoji, and then said, episode 102, TGI Fridays and Ruby Tuesday don't have the same ownership. <laughs> All right. That's I, something we must have said. We must have uh, wondered about that. And then uh, they also wrote, four out of 10 doesn't equal one star. That's weird. And then couldn't have had worse research questions. One star. What are research questions? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Well, obviously, you love the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. love the show. I, I wouldn't say that we're the best uh, at math. You know, the four out of 10 thing. Like, I wouldn't say this is a, a math-centered right. podcast, you know? That's true. That's yeah, true. If, if you love math so much, go listen to a math podcast. May I recommend Breaking Math with Gabriel and Sophia? Ooh. Breaking Math, now available on iTunes. Oh, sounds interesting. I'm going to have to check that out. Is that yeah. part of the Scott and Jeff podcast network? It is. It is. All right. new, new addition to the Scott and Jeff Podcast Network. 
and many of you know it better as Tasajpin, the Scott and Jeff <laughs> podcast network. Uh, just to go back to, not to belabor the point, but if you're enjoying the show, if you don't enjoy the show, please uh, make sure to rate us one star. Yes, and if you, if you really like the show, it's okay to leave us five one-star reviews. Right. Well said, Doug. And uh, I would also like to say, you can email us at tosswissage at gmail.com if you have found any great one-star reviews that you'd like us to read. But not joke reviews, guys. These are serious one-star reviews that we're reading. Yeah, these people okay. are serious assholes. Yeah. So if you have a favorite local restaurant or a favorite national monument that you want to send us reviews so that we have less work to do <laughs> each, <laughs> each week, go ahead and send us those at tossedwissage at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah, just like it sounds. Outlander, the favorite show of in-laws everywhere, asking you if you have been watching Outlander. It's about a nurse who goes back in time and divvies out pills for old Scottish guys. <laughs> that's pretty, that's a good, good description of it, Doug. You obviously have seen a lot of episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I thought, uh, the only other little piece of news is uh, we're, we're starting up our promotion tour um, here. Per, in the next few days, we're going to be doing the uh, rounds on all the daytime shows. So we're going to be doing uh, Alan and Price is Right. What yeah, else? We're, did... going to be in the, we're going to be in the audience of Price is Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the audience of Alan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and... Uh, I think we have to, there's a, there, we've got a couple of international appearances at all. We're going to be on a Korean TV. Oh, yeah. Korean public television here in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yes, yeah, so if you want to tune into that one, it's actually uh, shot in Korea. So we have to travel to Korea. That's airing at 3.40 uh, a.m. local time. Right. So be sure to check that out. All right. Should we get back into it? And now it's time for the segment. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Where we each read reviews and then at the end, the person says, what else you got? All right. So I got a couple random ones here. This is for a uh, chain bagel place here in Los Angeles. Young C wrote, this location is local to us and we visit on occasion to grab breakfast. Recently, my husband got a service animal and was walking her down Wilshire and decided to stop by to grab breakfast and a coffee. As soon as he entered with his well-behaved golden retriever, a rude employee yelled, no dogs. My husband, now feeling uncomfortable, left with no breakfast and a distaste for the establishment. Employees should be educated in federal laws protecting those who have service animals. Only gave an extra star because we did like this place. So, so what the, so was the extra star one? I, yeah, so it was supposed to be zero. One. So they were going to do zero, but they gave him a bonus star to get it up to one. They gave him a bonus, yeah, a bonus star because they like the place. <laughs> they go, the one person just kind of saying no dogs yeah. took five stars away from a place they liked. <laughs> and then this is uh, for the same place, Valerie, right? Bagels are mediocre and service sucks. I ended up having a great time since we met up with friends here. 
<laughs> when I was done eating, I asked to get our parking ticket validated, but their validation machine is broken. The manager refused to help me out and had to pay $2 for parking. <laughs> oh, Usually brutal. I don't mind, but the negative attitude from the manager left a really bad taste in my mouth. No more bagels for me. Thanks. So she had a great time with friends there. And then, but obviously not a good enough time to stop her from writing a one-star review. <laughs> wow. of how, how mean can you be to somebody telling them that the parking validation machine is broken? Yeah. And that's a pretty quick conversation, isn't it? <laughs> and how quickly can this person go from having a good time with her friends to just being ridiculously upset? My review is somewhat similar to the shape of a bagel. A zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's it for bagel shot. What do you got, Kip? What else? What do got? I got? Great question. What do I got? I got a couple movie reviews, Doug. What do you got? Here's one for uh, The Hunger Games. Uh-huh. Uh, this person, Maggie, gave it one star. It says, this is horrible. Not at all how it's depicted in the Bible. One star. <laughs> Riddled with biblical inaccuracies, the, the Hunger Games. Yeah, no, I, I remember when all the apostles were put, put in a giant stadium and each given a different weapon and they ended up killing Jesus together. And then Woody Harrelson came along and, uh, and then Stanley Tucci with his blue hair. Here's one for the movie Zootopia. Do you know that movie that's a animated kids movie? Uh, about little animal that's a, a cop? I'm, I'm unsure uh, about the plot. Here's a uh, one-star review from Joan Doctor. She says, dark and disturbing. She's disturbed by this animated <laughs> kids movie. Uh, she says, I watched this to review for my granddaughter, age eight. It started out hopeful, then it kept getting darker, and then nude animals entered into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> One star. So, <laughs> so she was pre-watching it to see if she should watch it with her granddaughter. She took her granddaughter once to a dog park and was just appalled. They're, they're all nude. <laughs> Just jumping everywhere. Also, I like that she's reviewing movies for her granddaughter. <laughs> I hey, should try to. Uh, have you read the latest review from Grandma? I gotta about find. The, I gotta find some more of her reviews. Been watching. God, that would be great if she had her own uh, movie review site. <laughs> um, the Color of Night for her granddaughter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Bad. think this is right for my granddaughter. Yeah. You can see Bruce Willis's dick. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's it for me right now, Doug, for my movies. What do you got? Oh, well, I got, uh, I got a review here from 1-5-2017, okay? Okay. That's, the, that's and, the person's username or that's the date? It's hard to no, tell. This is from this is from Kevin R. <laughs> All right, so this is for a restaurant called DJT. Okay. which is the casual uh, dining restaurant inside the Trump Hotel in Vegas. Ooh, all right. Back to Vegas. All right. So Kevin wrote, We went here to celebrate the win, but it was terrible. This should be renamed DJT Cafeteria. This place isn't even worthy of being called a cafe. The location is terrible. The setup is terrible. 
I took my family here to celebrate the win on my anniversary with my wife. Within one minute, I knew the place sucked. After eight minutes of no service whatsoever, not even a greeting from the waiter, I promptly called Capitol Grill across the street. Capitol Grill not only <laughs> seated us immediately, but also decorated the table for my anniversary. I so wanted this restaurant to be awesome. And after 15 minutes, the time it took for me to call Capitol Grill, get the table set up, and then tell my family <laughs> we were leaving, yeah. we still had not been spoken to by our waiter. President-elect Trump needs to take his name off this restaurant because this cafeteria is absolutely garbage. Sad. <laughs> well, he, cel he was celebrating the Trump's win, but he was also celebrating his anniversary at the same yeah. time. I wonder what his <laughs> wife thought about that. It's a cafeteria that doesn't deserve yeah. to be called a cafe. What's the, what is the difference there? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, isn't cafe like the, the root word there? Of <laughs> That's what I thought. I don't understand. What else you got? Okay, this one is for a product. <laughs> okay. So this product is called the City Kitty. Have you heard of this thing before? I have, yeah. The City Kitty, it's where you train your cat to uh, use the toilet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a good description. So by the end of this thing, if you use this, this City Kitty thing, instead of cleaning up litter boxes and stuff, your cat will actually hop up on the toilet do its business, and then sometimes flush the toilet. Awesome. Right? So, but some people are giving this thing bad reviews. Uh, Doina uh, gives it one star, and she says, caused chin acne on my two cats. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe that wasn't the cause. Yeah. Maybe something else yeah. caused that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, uh, but she gave it one star. Sure. Uh, here's another one. Just the letter L. No okay. picture, just the letter L. I know that person. Uh, yeah. Um, and she says, I'm like, I don't know why well, I'm guessing it's a she. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He or she says. They. They, they, yeah. they say. Uh, I want to leave a good review. I really do, but I can't. This will probably teach your cat how to use the toilet. However, all right. <laughs> That's magic. <laughs> so she says, this thing will probably teach your cat how to use the toilet. Yeah, that's However, <laughs> yeah, that's a miracle. You just, <laughs> you just said that this product was a miracle. Now you're going to break down. So now then she starts breaking down like the small things that don't work about it, even though it's a miracle. So let's see what she goes on here and says, in order to teach them, you have to pop out different rings from the apparatus. And sometimes the rings don't pop out just right and you end up tearing a little bit of the ring. And if that happens, you have to use the backup tray and the kitty will need more time to learn. How to use the toilet like a human. <laughs> that, and then she just says, that being said, my cat did end up toilet training using this set. And then she gives it one star, the product right. that taught her cat how to use the toilet. She gave one star. He or she, right? He or she. He or she. <laughs> You're right. You're right. He or she. We do naturally consider cat people to be ladies, even yeah, though yeah. I have two cats. This Kip. could have been you, Doug. Maybe, Douglas L. Maybe Perkins. I wrote that review, and maybe we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Let's see. There's one. Here's, here's one more. 
this is a review from Stephen M. McMahon. So Stephen, he or she says. <laughs> Wait, started, Stephen is a guy, uh, right? I don't know, Doug. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't want to offend it. I don't want to, I don't want to get into that. Uh, I started using this with my two cats. The Egyptian Mao, full breed, and the other is a tabby cat with a little bit of Egyptian Mao in her. The full-blooded Egyptian Mao is a kitten, and when I started doing this, it was probably about seven months old. He did very well, except for one time, when the toilet was otherwise occupied, he went on the bed. It was a disaster, because I had to then immediately remove and wash the sheets, blanket, etc. But fortunately, I have waterproof liner underneath. All right. <laughs> so, so again, it was worth it. And then yeah. this, this, this uh, Stephen, he or she, was taking a dump. And so the cat couldn't get onto the toilet and had, yeah. so it decided to shit in the bed. But the product, again, taught a cat how to use the toilet. They agree. Yeah, they admit that the cat used to use, usually uses the toilet. Uh, so he or she continues. I think it's uh, a he, Stephen. Okay, okay. So uh, <laughs> despite, so then she says, uh, <laughs> Uh, what do you got? Well, that's it. That's it. I'm out. Outlander. If you've finished all episodes of Castle and you're looking for a new show to ask everybody if they've seen, check out Outlander. Okay. Uh, do you think we've done enough? I think we've done, yeah, more than enough. We've done okay. a five-star job on a one-star podcast. All right, well, that's it for the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. Once again, I want to thank uh, my special guest, Doug Perkins. Thanks for joining us today, Doug. We should have you back sometime. Yeah, anytime. Just let me know. I'm, I'm always available, always. And uh, be for sure to check out the website for uh, our latest T-shirts. Doug, you want to hold up one of those new T-shirts for the, everybody to listen to? Oh, sure thing. Yeah, take a listen to this thing. It's beautiful, Doug. Pretty nice sounding t-shirt. <laughs> so if you want a shirt, Doug, you have some information on how to get the shirts. Oh, yeah. So just go ahead and order the shirt online. Uh, we are having some issues with the shipping. We got a t-shirt cannon. And yeah. so you have to be within 100 to 200 yards of us uh, in order to get a shirt. Right. Right. So... Yeah. We are only Make, delivering by t-shirt cannon. Yeah. We, it's, uh, it's just the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. And it, it's fun. It's, a, it's an update sort of on the uh, t-shirt catapult, which they use yeah. quite frequently in the hit star series, Outlander. And once again, thank you to our sponsor, Outlander, the favorite show of in-laws everywhere asking you if you have been watching Outlander. All right, that's, that's it. Until next time. Keep, uh, keep having miserable experiences, everybody. Uh, later. See ya. Bye-bye.